But once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swagging Jack in some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. Not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. He is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. I like that beat. That's a good one. Yeah, it's uh, 25, 25K for a jacket. Would you spend $25,000 for a jacket? <laughs> I can use that money on a car payment. Well, yeah, yeah, I'll get in a car. But David, would you pin spate, pay 25K for a jacket? In a heartbeat. Yeah, see? That's, that's well, what kind, what kind of jacket are we talking? Uh, I, think I mean, d- whatever. 50 Whatever burger. would make everyone jealous. Right, a 50-burger jacket. <laughs> you could probably uh, just make one through, just uh, talk to Barstool Big Cat and he can make one and sell it for way less than that. David, if you had a $25,000 jacket, would you wear Would you wear it uh, on uh, that Sunday service when you go preach? Absolutely. $25 <laughs> jacket. I'm wearing it 20, as many times as I can to get his money's worth. Plus, <laughs> when you look good, you work good. That that is that is that is the truest of words here on eighty eight point three WXUT. David, the man of God, Harris. What would you put? What would you keep in said twenty five thousand dollar jacket, David? Uh, I mean, I'd probably just put it in the closet, put it in a put it in a garment bag. No, what would you? What would you keep it? What would you keep it? What do you wear? Would you uh, take your Bible with you? You and no, all your sermon not. notes. No, just keep it keep it classy. Maybe, maybe a handkerchief. Obviously, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah. Just keep it simple. Hmm, I don't see. You don't want to kind of get too crazy with it because then you look like you know you're not supposed to be there. Like you're not supposed to wear the jacket. So. I don't see the comments on here. Where are the comments? I had to hit refresh. So okay. Oh, here he goes. All right. Hello? Yeah. Discover card here. Okay, so that's what we're going to be looking at here. Oh, and then it. Refreshed again. Yeah. Anyway, we got uh, who is G Wood? That's Danny Greenwood. Danny Greenwood. All right. He says, I've known Frank 20 plus years, rode my bus back in the day. Hasn't changed one bit regarding Detroit sports. Is that true? It does make him feel good to can someone. Hey. So back then, you were even trying to say they're fire, they're fire. You just, you just like people like losing their jobs. I only like it when inept idiots lose their jobs. Uh. So context, Danny. Context. context. So basically, that means fire everybody. No, only if they show that they're an inept idiot. Ah, okay. Looking good, Frank. Look like you lost a little bit of weight there, man. You've been hitting mm. that gym, huh? Oh yeah, and plus one, 
was throwing boxes at Amazon as a good upper body workout for oh, me. Really? You've been slinging those boxes, huh? Yeah. Is there any ineptitude at Amazon where someone needs to get fired? Not that I'm – at least not that I'm aware of on my shift because oh. I'm pretty much just minding my own P's and Q's. I've heard of some stuff happening on night shift that I can't really comment about. Right, right. Oh, and I've also known that there's been some stuff that's happened – and elsewhere too, but I'm not sure I'm permitted to comment about it. It's not. It's nothing on my shift. Oh, okay. Is that one lady still work there? That used to work. Liz, there? yeah, yeah. Okay. I hadn't seen her in a while, so. So we're welcome to 88.3 WGTs. After further review, talk a little bit about the Catholic School High School League. Um, as Toledo, as you know, the five Toledo Catholic schools around here: St. Francis, St. John, St. Ursula, Notre Dame, and Central Catholic. We're not going to have a league after 2023 because the track is disbanding with the public schools are going to join the NLL. So they needed to find someone. And I believe on Tuesday it was announced that they had joined the CSHL. And Frank said he wanted to talk about it and give his thoughts. What's your thoughts on it, Franklin? Well, my my first thought was, OK, how is this actually legal? Because I guess it's always been legal. I guess it had been my thought that if you were in an athletic conference, it had to be one based in the state, but I did see Jordan Strack tweet about how, I guess, way down in the southeastern part of Ohio, there are conferences that have schools from West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And Bedford used to be in the GLL. Well, that was back in the day, but I, mm-hmm. my thought was that had changed, and that was why Bedford had joined Southeastern Conference. But... All that, all that aside, there. This is something I truly have mixed reaction about. Why is that? Well, here's what, here's what I like, and David, you alluded to this as well. Good competition. I mean, because I think Toledo Central Catholic brings something to the table in football and maybe baseball as well. Uh, St. John's, I think, brings something in basketball. I mean, Notre Dame Academy, Derek, I think you're a little bit more enlightened on this than I am because you, they're your arch rival, you being at St. Ursula, you probably know what they're good in more than I do. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, St. Ursula, do they have they had, uh, any of their girls' teams really good in anything? Uh, volleyball. Oh, yeah. So, that I mean, that that definitely adds something there as well. Well, St. Francis, uh, is, I, I'm really not sure what to think of them because I know back in the day when they were in the City League, they were actually really pretty good. But, I mean, I'm not really sure how they are now, uh, but the neighborhood is going to get a lot tougher. But all that aside... All right, I do have some. I do have some thoughts. I I talked to a few of my brethren about this. Mm-hmm. If I can pull it up in my phone. Why didn't you have this pulled up? Are we had a long I commercial have, break? There and is, what there are you is. doing? Fooling around? All right, here we go. So, Todd Kaplan, good friend of mine who coaches at Ida, uh, he says it's a weird move, and and he's just wondering how it is for travel now. Article from Mick McCabe of the Detroit Free Press. I guess it 
goes on to say that uh, the further that Vic Michaels, who is the the conference wide director of athletics, did a MapQuest search for all the Toledo schools, so all the the Detroit Catholic League schools. The longest trip was one hour fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not buy that. Oh, I'm wow. sorry. I'm sorry because. I don't think that takes it because Todd and I talked about this, and he said it doesn't take into account traffic from the Detroit area. And the other thing too is some of these schools, especially in the Central Division, are kind of off the beaten path a little bit. Like Orchard Lake, St. Mary's. He's up in Orchard, up in Orchard Lake. You kind of gotta get off the freeway to get there. There, so basically, a drive from St. John's Jesuit to Orchard Lake St. Mary's. That's a haul. How was the haul? It's basically going to be. I looked at it. What does it, it say on MapQuest or or, or Wazy or Waze or? Oh, uh, when Maps. I use my Apple Maps, it's at least an hour and a half. Okay. Which, I mean, when you when you coached at St. John's and you had to go down to Lima Senior, was it more or less than an hour and a half to get down there? Takes about an hour, 20, 25 minutes. So it's probably a little bit more. What? It'd be a little bit longer to go up to Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Why would it take a little longer? Because it said it was an hour and a half drive from so, St. John's. Right. And so is Lima. Senior. Yeah. So it's a, li- it's a li- so little bit. It's about b- the it's, same. Yeah. Okay. Six and one half dozen of the other. <laughs> no, it's about the same. Yeah. Give or take. What, what does it mean, give or take? It's the same. It's just like going up to Lima. Yeah. And then also crossover games as well. Gross Point Woods University Liggett, which I went up there this past June when Blissfield was playing in the baseball regional. That's a hike as well. It's pretty much you got to take not you got to take seventy five to ninety four, or and then you're up in Gross Point Woods, which is one of the uh, richer subdivi- suburbs of Detroit. So, and plus, this is what Todd told me. Warren De Lasalle's out on the east side. Brother Rice, far from the expressway, all through heavy traffic areas, and Detroit Catholic Central is like Novi Wixom. Um, traffic I've been told up that way is a fuster cluck. Said football is going to be tough, and hoops is a nightmare. There, well, because Detroit Catholic Central, Orchard Lake, St. Mary's, they all got to the the Elite Eight for the state eight tournament in basketball. Okay, well, so where are, we, where are we getting with this? I mean, I understand these points here, but this was the point, was to get the good competition. I, well, I, yeah, the good, the good comp, uh, going, going back to the good competition. Yeah, it is going to be good, but some of these schools are monoliths. On a national level. And? Take Orchard Lake St. Mary's. They are they are a top five team nationwide. And? So I, mean, I don't St. think. St. John's has played UD Jesuit when they had Cassius Winston. They came down here and they actually gave them a pretty good game. UD Jesuit ended up winning, but still, I mean, it wasn't like they came down here and gave them an AAU slapping of a, you know, a 40 mm-hmm. point defeat with a running clock. But was uh, was UD Jesuit a nationally ranked team that year? 
I believe not, but they had about two or three Division One players. Yeah, because I know you, you, I know Cassius was on that team. Right. And... It was still it was great competition. Also, they've played Warren D. D. Cell. They played them. They did actually a, a home and a away. They did a home and home when I was there at St. John's, and those were competitive games. Yeah. And actually, the game was actually very competitive with them when Vince didn't play. Vince Williams was out with a, a shoulder injury actually that year. So I, I mean, I, I guess how I just look at this is this has been this chatter has been going on for the last year and a half and they've pretty much have figured out some of the logistic things about it i mean it's i think personally what what they were looking at this is a great fit it's in the catholic school league it's rel- relatively close you were already driving up to 45 minutes to over an hour driving to fremont finley and to Lima and in some of the schools you got to get out to clay high school which could take about 25 to 30 minutes um, you got to go a different way sometimes with Clay. Don't go down Consol because you'll get into the train yard. But other than that, it was better alternatives than trying to go to Cleveland, Columbus, or even possibly. Davis. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm I'm with you. I'm with everybody on that because going Cleveland, it's at least an hour and a half, and that's if you're getting to like the uh, like the western part of there. But right. going to like Lakewood, Saint Ed, Saint Iggy, or play them. You could Benny play them. or or DJSE, whatever school, Bill Angela, Saint Joe's. Um, okay, yeah, the, and then Saint Akron, Saint Vincent, Saint Mary's. Possibly, I mean, it was better than going to Independent because that's a scheduling nightmare. Oh, um, it kind of lined up. Just a couple of sports don't line up, obviously, but they can well, work that, out those details. But other than that, I don't really see what any problem with this is. Well, the sport, the sports that don't light up are obviously girls soccer because right. Ohio you play that in the fall and, and Michigan we played in the spring golf I believe doesn't line up either well when do y'all play golf down in Ohio I think we play golf during the fall uh, we play it in the spring exactly so that's something they'll have to work out and the other thing too is basketball season because mm-hmm. your guys' basketball season technically starts before football season wraps up so and then we don't – and plus, I think – It's you, about a week. Yeah, and yeah, I think that was something they said that they'd have to get a waiver for to at least play Michigan opponents during sectional week or right. something like that. And they already have that waiver. Okay. Because in, so. in the, during the sectional week, before you play your sectional game, which they already do already, it's it's a week that's for makeup games. Like we made up a, a snowed-out game against Fremont Ross on the week that we had sectionals. Yeah, but I I think the other thing, too, that – I've thought about, is this going to be a domino that falls that leads to other conferences going out of state for expansion? What's wrong with that? Well, I'm not really saying there's anything wrong with it, but is it something that we're going to see more of? I doubt it. Well, I think if you're going to go out of state, it's going to be that you're close to the state line. Nobody. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I'm, no, nobody. Nobody's. Ex- nobody's. I'm not saying that. Uh, well, let's say that uh, somebody like Jackson Lumen Christie isn't going to jump from the from the interstate eight and go join a conference down in Indiana that has a Cathedral Christian, who's a powerhouse in wrestling. Right. No, I mean they they thought yeah, about it. Yeah, I mean you're not. Yeah, or you're not going to see schools from like the Muskegon area trying to form a conference with some of the powerhouse schools from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and then they take the ferry from Ludington over her to go play. 
Although, Grant, that would be interesting. That would also be a nightmare for athletic directors. But. Jared Jansen is on. Let him know that I got a couple of his players trying out for my uh, AAU basketball team. I didn't know if he knew that or not. Yeah, you, you actually told me this off air. Yeah, I didn't know if he knew that or not. And he was yeah. saying that 80s were looking to push the, the, the season back one week. So I, I, I think that it's... That's interesting, to say the least. No, but I think it's a good workout. I mean, it is decent competition. I think Central Catholic really needs this competition i mean they've been just dominating in this area now you get to play against the big boys oh well yeah i mean i think the they get to play they uh warren de la salle and detroit catholic central and football those uh, i think those will be good games orchard lake st mary's has been pretty solid in football they haven't been as good as they have been in baseball though hmm. oh, so i think that's gonna be th- some theater right there for you uh, I don't know how if there's gonna how they're gonna do cross division scheduling, and then the other thing too is baseball rules. I guess it's two strikes and you're out, and three balls for a walk. Uh, no, 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 no. That was no. The, uh, you want to elaborate on that, Mister Umpire? Is that how Michigan plays? Is that how Misha plays <laughs> baseball? Okay, who said that? It's in, the, it's in the blade in Ohio, Michigan. There's some different rules in league baseball games. For instance, it'll be two strikes and you're out, three balls for a walk, <laughs> and different calendars and even seasons. You got. That's actually in the blade. Yeah. That's not something that was written in the onion. No, it's not actually in the blade. Is that a CHCSHL rule or is that a no. Michigan rule? No. That's no, because it. it I didn't know that. I thought maybe I didn't you were even know about. Up. I didn't even know about that either. Oh, that's not. A, that's not even in my rule books for the National Federation of High School rules. I know that's the National Federation of High School, but I guess that's what the how they play here. I guess is because most supposedly I've read. And it was on Jordan Strack's Twitter is that they do a lot of double header games and is to get the pace of the games moving faster. That is so what, what I so, okay. Now you can this maybe just, ask Jared or something like that. This is the, what they have in the blade. What I th- well, what I think I they're doing is uh, having them start with a one and one count. No, oh. I've I mean I've seen that in some that Saturday tournaments that and stuff. Sense. So yeah, it could be a one and one. I, I've seen that in you know beer leagues and stuff like that. David, what were you going to say? No, I was just saying I pulled up the CHS. CHSL boys baseball regulations. Mm-hmm. So, so it says that in all Catholic league baseball and softball games, playoffs and championships, there'll be two strikes and three balls. Um, one modification of the two strike three ball rule, regardless of how a batter fouls a pitch on the second strike and he attempts to bunt thereafter and the ball goes foul, batter is out. Mm-hmm. So that's a rule in their league. David found it. So okay. learn something new. <clears throat> that's what we try to do here on AFR. Try to educate you. But I mean that's just for Catholic League only. That's not for like out of conference games or postseason action. Because I, I <clears throat> and, that, and that must be something that they're starting this year. Because I know that when uh, Blissfield played uh, Gross Point Woods University Liggett in the regional championship, they didn't do any of that stuff. Okay, so maybe it's a Catholic school rule, and then when you get to the regular states for Misha. Uh, you get the the regular baseball rule. That, I mean, that, I mean, that could be a league rule. I mean, because of weather, because of weather, you got to remember it's, it sucks around here in this area. Some years you get a great spring and great weather, and you can get all the games in. And then some uh-huh. years it's like it is right now. It's forty degrees with some snow and it rains all the time, and then it sucks and you can't get your games in. So they try to get as many games in and try to get it fast so they can get, actually get the official games in. I mean, that's a possibility. But your baseball season goes longer though. You guys go to like the middle of June. Yes. 
I mean, heck, you got Fourth of July fireworks firing by the time your baseball season's over. Yeah, I think we're about the third weekend of June is when state finals are up in East Lansing. <sighs> Ooh, that's late. That's real late. Then cast and graduated, had a graduation party, and already got packed, ready to go down to school already by the time you guys start your baseball finals. <laughs> Anything else? Well, we'll do, we'll see we'll see how this goes. I mean, this isn't going to take effect till twenty twenty three. But I, I, one thing I di- that did just occur to me, mm-hmm. he is setting is this is something that the uh, Toledo schools are going to have to get used to, and mm-hmm. that is different football seasons because Michigan season's only nine weeks. That's fine. Ohio's they ten. That. They already figured that out. Yeah, I I would have figured that they. I would hope mm-hmm. they did. But also week nine is... The championship week, which is they're, they're fine with that too. Okay. And then they, I guess week 10 they'll just have to find somebody to play. Yeah. That's what they... they've. That, I think that that was already answered with what they're going to do with the football. They can actually play for a league championship. Um, I think basically week one, when we start earlier than you, obviously week one is normally out of conference anyway. Out of conference game, and then you got weeks two through nine. If you get to week, well, if you get to the championship week, well, actually, the championship week is the champions, and then you, I guess, after that, other teams just match up. So two through nine is already set, and then week ten for Ohio, they'll find another out of conference opponent and go from there. All right. So that that's basically how. I mean, like I said, they they really. I mean, this took about a year and a half, basically, with the talks going on. Yeah, and, and like I said, it's going to be interesting to see if this does have a domino effect on other conferences we're looking to expand because... Now, we I know, talked about maybe join the SEC at some of these schools, but I guess that didn't really go through. I mean, at least it's a little bit closer for the Toledo schools. Yeah. Would have been nice to play some of that Ann Arbor competition. Yeah, well, they'll they'll play some of that Ann Arbor competition. Ann Arbor Gabriel Richard, Ann Arbor Green Hills. But it would have been nice to see Polka and Saline come down and we play them. I mean, you know, it would have been nice to see it. And it, like you said, the SEC, what is it? The red division is the better division? Yes. So it would have been nice to see some of that action going on. It would have been nice to play Bedford once in a while. Bedford's always been solid in football when they've played St. John's a couple years ago. So. I I understand they want to do that, but then again, though you got the, the whole public versus private thing, and you, a lot of times public schools don't want to play private. So I think that's probably why they went kind of towards more northern Detroit area for the Catholic school high school league. But I, I always wonder, was there ever a consideration of maybe joining the SEC? Uh, not that I'm aware not of. Not that I'm aware of either. But like I said, a little bit closer league, but still some good stiff competition. I've gone to some of your boys' basketball games and saw some. The Ypsilanti's play and Ann Arbor's play and the, in basketball pretty good and like I said in football pretty pretty solid teams and but um, yeah they defined, decided to go up to Detroit you know the D and get in the leagues yep so we'll see we'll see what comes of this in uh, 2023 and if it leads to other conferences looking to go out of state because and look, yeah I'm but not, who else would do that though well one thing I. Do ha- that I've kind of been wondering about is the Tri County Conference in my area for football because mm-hmm. they're now only down to five schools who play eleven man football because Morenci mm-hmm. he decided to drop down to eight man. Britton Deerfield is they're going to be in their second season playing eight man. Pittsford is said 
see you later. We're going to go play eight man somewhere else. So we'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. I mean, there's, I've heard some scuttlebutt that they should merge with the Lenawee County Athletic Association and make like a, a, a red and blue East and West leaders, legends, what, whatever you want to do. I'd, I'd be fine with that. But that's up to the powers that be that make that decision. Yeah. Now, here's the schools that they'll be facing here. We got Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Allen Robinson is actually a a notable alumnus from there. Uh, That's co-ed. Detroit Catholic Central's all boys. You got Bloomfield Hills, Brother Rice. That's all boys. Dearborn Divine Child, as you always talked about, is co-ed. Yeah. Um, they've got, wow, girls basketball, five state championships. Yeah, they yeah, they actually lost to Riverview for the regional championship, not to this season. Aiden Hutchinson is a notable alumnus of Divine Child. Yeah. And they all oddly enough, they also lost to Riverview in the regional championship his senior year. Oh, okay. Warren De La Salle, that is all boys. They're the pilots. Pretty good team. They're a blue blood in football. Yeah. Detroit U of D U of D Jesuit. Um, basketball school right frank lottebauer the university of Toledo football head coach from 63 to 70 just passed away about i think six or seven months ago about a year ago i think um bloomfield hills marion all girls yeah they're they're actually pretty good in volleyball help st ursula get that same with farmington hills mercy yes all girls they're the marlins and then warren regina all girls the satellites yeah i'm not i don't really know too much about them though Mm -hmm. And then Wixom St. Catherine of Siena, all girls. Um, they, I do remember them being pretty decent in volleyball a few years back. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not really I'm, because when they were in Division Two, I don't know if they, I don't know if they still are. If they dropped down to D three, this found this league was founded in 1926. So I, I, I think it's a good fit. Oh yeah, it's been around. Very good fit. Yeah, is the 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 drive far but at least you know when you drive you're going to play at least a competitive team it's better than driving and knowing that either you're going to get your butt whooped or you're going to be given the butt whooping <laughs> i mean i wish i could say that about the teams who have to go play orchard lake st mary's in baseball <laughs> are they that good uh, like i said they they are nationally ranked hey. they, they were cons- i think they were they were a top five team nationally they they i was reading a preview they've got um Several players who are going to be who are either committed or signed with Division One schools. Um, Oliver Service, who's a catcher, he's going to Texas. Uh, Jaron Purify, shortstop, he's going to Michigan. Uh, I think uh, one of their pitchers, Kurt Barr, I believe, is a U of M commit as well. Oh, yeah, my, my good my good friend Brian Sikowski is an assistant coach there. Okay. Uh, their head baseball coach is Matt Petrie. Son of former Detroit Tiger Dan Petrie, and, and you knew all these guys. You didn't know that they had the rules of three balls and two strikes. Uh, well, I I don't officiate in those leagues, so oh, okay. But I know I, you, I know some I know somebody who does, but uh, I've heard I don't like areas. getting. <clears throat> they got that moolah. <laughs> Is that true? <clears throat> well, when I was up at uh, University Liggett, I could definitely tell they had that uh, money. Could you smell it? 
I couldn't, sm- I couldn't really smell it, but looking at how nice their facilities were. Really? Really nice facilities? Yeah, they're ba- they're yeah, they get their baseball fields all turf. What? Yeah. Wow. It's a, it's, a, it's a really nice field. Now, sometimes I don't like turf because when it gets real hot outside, that uh, turf absorbs the heat. And it's just uh, like, well, it's I know from uh, roughing football on turf. Oh, really? You rough football? Yeah, and then the pellets hit you and all that stuff. and it, it just but, uh, but, at le- but at least you don't uh, You can save about twenty five grand a year on maintenance. Really? Yeah. You don't have, you don't have to mow it. You don't have to water it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. you don't have to worry about it being all tore up to you know what. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, well, uh, but you got to replace it every what five or six years. That's what it, I think. Yeah, but it's all it, doing that beats uh, having to fix it up multiple times during the season. Dude, that's what you hear when you get up there. Junk car? No, a cash machine. Oh, that sounds like that sounds like that. Look at that, that money's just counting. There you go. Oh, okay. Keep, keep counting. I should have figured the uh, cash register. Look at that. Look at that. Just counting that money. <laughs> See, you got, when you have so much money, right there, that's what you get. You get a money counter, right, David? David, you there? Yeah. Is that what you hear when you get up there? Is that what you were hearing? Uh, not that per se, but I think uh, it may it, it probably was something that could have been heard at some point. Hey, there's crunching those numbers, huh? That's it. At least that, that's that what bill. the accountants and bookkeepers do all that. Right. That's, look at that. He's listening to that. That's how oh, yeah, the adding. The adding machine of all the facilities right there. That's that's the type of league we're in. That's the type of league you want to be in. You know, yeah, shoulders gonna... right there. I mean, that's the one thing I won't knock them. That's one thing I will say is good about them. What? Their facilities are very nice. So. That, that's what you want right there. Just, just counting that bill up. Hopefully they'll help with the pay the travel expenses. Yeah, and I do know that the, they like to do, these Catholic schools do like to do a lot of fundraising. Well, they got to. See? That bill's just adding up. Well, and I, I also, I do, I do know that they have a tendency to have some nice tailgates during football season. Oh, okay, the Ohio, just like Ohio State, looks like your buddy Danny Greenwood said they had it for 20 years and they just replaced it after reading the comments. But we're going to take a quick commercial break because David's got to get on out of here at one thirty. Final thoughts because we'll get into the cash. I want to hear about his cash cow. We'll hold off on the mock draft. Final thoughts, fellas. Nay or yay, or yay on the Catholic schools joining in this league? As you. I, would, I was a little hesitant at first, but I think I'm definitely for it. And I just want, and I, re- and I don't I'm, know why I, you were hesitant. Well, I just, I guess there were some concerns I had, but they've since been addressed, and you know, I'll we'll Sound see like how it to goes. To me, you had some um, Michigan uh, arrogance. You, no, you no, 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 That's what I said. No, Sound like to me, I, I, th- I, my thought was what? your your baseball teams and your wrestling teams didn't want the smoke from Orchard Lake St. Mary's and Detroit Catholic yeah, Central. That's that Michigan <laughs> arrogance. That's what you thought. You thought we were going. I kid. I kid. Pound town alert. That's what you thought was going to happen. That we're going to get cream. That's what it was, David. Well, that's in wrestling and baseball. I don't know about football is actually going to be theater. Oh, okay. Maybe for basketball, too. Hmm. David? Yeah, I think it's a win-win for everyone. And 
I guess St. John's can come up there and since they've already kicked everyone in the tracks, but I still got to the Catholic schools. Well, Lima has been really kicking butt in the track. So, I mean, the last few years, I mean, St. John's done pretty decent last year, but you know, the, the Lima's won four straight uh, track championships in basketball. So, and I know last year was kind of a tie, but they still claim those. Um, but Lima Senior is going to the City League, by the way. So every team in the track is accounted for once the, the, the track dissolves. It is kind of sad, though, because I really thought it was one of the best leagues in the area. And for football, it really prepared a lot of teams so they could get ready for the playoffs. But, you know, sometimes things happen and schools get mad at each other. And you just got some drafts over turf because it's a – Gives a real, gives it more of a natural feeling. Me, I, I just because when it rains and all late in the season, it's all tore up. It's all mud. Mm-hmm. I don't like working on it because if I got to turn, if I got to turn real quick and I'm the back judge, get your foot in a divot or something. Yeah, I don't want to because I because it was probably about five years ago. I, I screwed my knee up working at Jefferson when it was muddy. Mm-hmm. He. Yeah, and the I, ground is hard like a concrete, you know, it goes to mud and then it freezes. I rather, t- turf gives a little bit of a give. If you get on natural gra- or grass and it's not kept up right, that, I mean, think about it. Cement is made out of, it's like hard mud. So it's like playing on cement. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But like I said, we, we, why not? Well, hey, the, tur- the turf can handle the elements better. <laughs> right. Exactly. That is, that is true. It does. And you yeah. got, you got to worry about the pellets and everything. But, you know, paying 25 k for a jacket, I guess that's what they'd be doing up there in Detroit in those Catholic school leagues, huh? Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they do, but uh, but also 25 k for a jacket. You have a turf field. You could use that extra 25 k to get a jacket. That is because true. Because that's 25000 you're not spending on yearly maintenance. That is true. We'll take a quick commercial break. Make sure you always listen to 88.3 After Further Review, either on our Facebook page, After Further Review, or on our segments on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe. You can follow us on our phone. We just uploaded a whole bunch of shows, so it's updated. If you have the new iPhone, it lets you know when it's updated and everything. What do you got, the 12? Yeah. I got the 13. David, you're still on that Android, aren't you? Android for life. Samsung. Boo. Samsung game. We got to join I- Team iPhone, so then we can have the blue bubble in our uh, group chats. I hate green bubbles. <laughs> I kid, I kid. This is an 88.3 WHTs. After further review, when we return, David, you're talking about cash cows. We're talking about March Madness. Cash cows and March Madness and why the Cinderella from Jersey is the worst thing that the NCAA could have imagined for. Oh, boy. It'll be, as Frank likes to say, theater. <laughs> we'll be back after this.